Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Gen Z Economist Show. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at commercial trucking and see if it's still a valid career choice in 2023, which brings me to our special guest. I'm very excited to welcome my good friend Eddie Martinez to the Gen Z Economist Show. Eddie has been in the trucking industry for several years and has driven countless miles on the highway. Thanks for joining us, Eddie. Hey, well, man, I appreciate you, and I'm honored to be here. Fantastic. We're glad to have you. So to begin the podcast, I'd just like to say there are a lot of people out here uh, considering getting their commercial driver's license. There was a big shortage of drivers in 2020, and I think it drew a lot of attention to the industry. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about why someone would want to get their CDL? Absolutely, man. So let me let me be real. Uh, we all got bills to pay, right? Yeah, uh, CDL is, of course... Uh, commercial driver's license, and it opens up plenty of opportunities. Um, I mean, there's different reasons why people want to get a CDL. Aside from the opportunities, there's pay, mm-hmm. there's travel, there's, uh, you know, starting your own business if you want. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think one of the biggest attractors is, is definitely the pay. Uh, you know, I have here some of the national average runs around $60,000 and range up, ranges up to $100,000. Is that is that what you've seen being a trucker? Yeah, so I've been driving for a few years, and the numbers seem about right. Now, what you got to take into mind is, of course, experience too. Right. Now, if you're brand new, you're not going to be making sixty. You'll probably start off at forty, fifty, but it's still a little bit above the average income household wise. Yeah, I'd say that's definitely above the average income, especially when you can t- uh, consider like education. Uh, considering it doesn't take a large sum of money to get your CDL compared to like a college degree. You know, a lot of college degrees, uh, people with a degree come out, they're not making $60,000 out of college and then they have all this debt, you know, right? Like 40 to $60,000 with a student debt. Um, so how much, did, how much did it cost to get your CDL? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, right off the bat, I can tell you that the CDL school is about five grand, to eight grand normally. However, if you do a little bit of research and are willing to travel a little bit or even relocate for the time being, uh, you can actually get it for free. Um, I actually got mine down in Fort Worth. So I'm not going to mention any names, but if y'all look, you know, free CDL school in Fort Worth, you might be able to find that same opportunity. Uh, Of course, there's a caveat to anything. Nothing's really free. However, it gives you an opportunity of training and experience as well as over the road. Right. That's that's fantastic. So you can even save some of that money. So you said there's some caveats attached to that. So what, do they have you drive for that company for a little while? or? So yes, essentially, you know, they'll give you the CDL for free, the CDL training, assuming that you're able to pass all the standards, of course. Uh, there's right. written and driven, you know, practical tests and stuff like that. However... The caveats, too, are that you are restricted to an automatic only, uh, which nowadays everyone's switching to automatic for fuel efficiency. But at the same time, um, they do kind of want you to drive for them. If not, you don't necessarily have to pay it back. But if you leave and only have a CDL with no experience, most companies aren't going to look at you because you haven't driven absolutely anything. So there point. is kind of like a ramp up period as far as like getting a good job and correct. And I mean, I'll be honest, I would recommend anyone that's actually looking into this, get your training, stick to it and try to do six months to a year. You know, it might not be the best paying. It might not be, you know, the most fun you'll have. However, at least 
a year of experience gets you just about anywhere else you want to get into. Gotcha. So I guess when we're kind of looking at like getting a CDL, you're not looking at starting a job like you would maybe start like a really high paying job right away. You have to consider this as an education. Getting that CDL is not the only part of that. You do have to consider it may take you about a year or so to kind of get off the ground, get that experience under your belt and get that higher paying uh, job driving. Correct. And it's like any other trade, you know, the more experience you have, the higher you're able to ask for. Um, with that same, same notion, you'll be able to look at different opportunities, um, you know, over the road, local, regional, mm -hmm. uh, certain routes you're able to pick. But once again, that starts off depending on who you work for, you know, if it's a huge national chain company or mom and pop shop, you know, that they own only a few trucks. Right. It all depends too. I got you. So, I guess kind of the way I see it is there's people out here that maybe don't want to go to college or maybe they don't know if they're college material or whatever reason they may not think it's a good way. I guess the CDL is kind of maybe an alternative to maybe it's the education that we're taught to look at, you know, instead of going to university, maybe this is a way for somebody to uh, get a little bit of a higher paying job without having to spend that time at school, have that debt. Uh, maybe they can get into something like driving. And it seems like there's some pretty good uh, opportunities with that. Uh, would you say? Oh, absolutely. So you're absolutely right in that aspect. Uh, I'm actually a college dropout and I make uh, six figures, you know, I'm making six figures kind of on the lower end, but that's still, you know, triple what most college graduates are making right off the bat for the most part. Um, now, I'm sure you've seen articles where Walmart distribution, they're starting you off at 105000 Mm. If you have a CDL, all they ask for is one year of experience, right. which goes back to what I said earlier, stay six months to a year. And that opens up many doors. Now, not every company pays that. There are companies out there that you're over the road, but you're only making 40, 50,000. Mm -hmm. So if you put in a little bit more work, you, you know, you'll get a little higher pay. And it just really depends who you work for. Of course, the market where you come in and a lot of places, if you have a year experience or so, there's a sign on bonus too. You got to keep that in mind. Now, um, you know, if people don't want to go directly into college, this is a great opportunity because you can still travel. If you're willing to relocate, you can go to different places and find that sign on bonus and stay there for a year, get the experience, take it somewhere else. Or who knows, you might like that company and move up and be a uh, owner operator with the company and those opportunities are endless. Yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, probably the biggest, you know, attraction to driving is going to be that pay because it's very hard to find an industry where you have the opportunity to make a hundred thousand dollars, even within five years, sometimes 10 years, uh, at least in most of the U S I know people's, you know, standard of living is different. Maybe in California, they have a higher, a higher pay, but starting off, but uh, for the most part, I think it's very hard to find a industry you even have an opportunity to earn $100,000 in, especially without an education. So it sounds like that's probably the biggest attraction to the job. Um, now, you mentioned travel. I know uh, that could be maybe a good thing, maybe a bad thing. Could you tell us a little bit about traveling a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. So it, travel, when I say travel and you are in a 18-wheeler, you know, you are restricted to certain roads. You can't travel in the sense of you're going to go explore. Right. However, you can see different states. You can see the different environments. You can see 
of course, the different weathers, unlike Texas where it's hot or cold and that's it. There's nothing in between. You can see what spring is like. You can see what fall is like. Um, as you're driving through different states, you can see what you like and don't like. And you may get the opportunity nowadays you have Uber and Lyft and stuff like that. So if you're staying somewhere for a day or two, maybe you can go you know, into the city, travel that way, get an idea um, of what you like and don't like. But on the other hand, too, you know, traveling cross country, you start to learn these highways, you start to learn, you know, population densities of different cities, uh, traffic, things like that, which you're going to deal with, of course, a lot because you're driving. That's literally your job. But I mean, most most companies, national companies, they do have most of these 48 states. You can travel to every single state here in the continental U.S., or you can just pick a certain route. I've done everything east of the Rockies. So anything in between here to all the way to Bronx, New York, I've delivered in a semi. So That's crazy. I, I can't imagine driving something like that up in New York. But it sounds like there's a lot of travel opportunity. I know a lot of people want to see, want to travel the U.S., want to see the U.S. Um, but, you know, traveling is expensive. So in a way, this could be a good way to see that. It is work at the same time, but, you know, you're kind of getting paid to travel. So that's really exciting. I know you even mentioned that you're, uh, again, I think what Chicago, you're going to Chicago uh, soon or is that? Well, actually I've been up to Chicago and I've worked in Chicago for a few weeks. Um, my company I work for, uh, has a great opportunity for us where if help is needed in certain areas, uh, we may be asked to go help, but I'm actually going to head up to Kentucky, which I've only driven through a couple of times, but not, that's about it. Just literally driven through it. So I'll be, uh, flying down there tomorrow actually and check out the Kentucky area and the region. Uh, I do more of a regional drive now, which is unlike over the road. I am, I may be gone for a couple of days at most and I'm back home. So yeah, that's, that's great. So over the road, I know sometimes people will maybe a little bit concerned about how long they're going to be away from their family, but it seems like there are different, um, kind of sections within trucking where you can either, if you want to be on the road all the time, you have the opportunity to, or if you want to have like a local route, maybe it doesn't pay as well, uh, but you can still get some of the benefits of uh, having that CDL and working for a company and then still be home every day. Kind of like, I know Walmart is, is pretty famous for that. They're kind of one of the, uh, it seems like top tier uh, CDL jobs from what I've heard. Um, so like if somebody doesn't want to be over the road, is there other options? I mean, what, what can someone else do with a CDL that may not be uh, just being on the road all the time? Well, it, there's also different types of CDLs. You have, you know, your class A, which is uh, semis and stuff like that. And then you have class B, which is, you know, buses and in some cases, limos as well. Um, it's still a commercial driver's license. So if you don't want to be gone or traveling too far, you could always do something a little more local. Um, there are opportunities too if you want to work in construction. You know, you drive out about 100 miles or so and come right back. Um, but you also got to keep in mind too, that there's different endorsements that a lot of people don't think of. And I would suggest that anyone that goes, goes to school, any school, mm-hmm. try to get your different endorsements. So, you know, your hazmat, do your, your tanker endorsements, do your doubles, triples, simply because you don't know what kind of opportunities may come in your way or what areas you could live in with said opportunities. Um, when I was in school, they didn't really tell us that because they were just focused on giving us the training that they were looking for. However, it's only maybe at most a hundred bucks more 
at, if you do it all at once, but if you wait and try to do it after, it's a like a month process and probably three to four hundred dollars extra that you have to do after obtaining your CDL. Gotcha. So that's a that's a great money saving tip right there is to get those uh, certifications, I guess, on your CDL. So uh, you want to explain like a little bit more about what hazmat and tanking are? Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's pretty basic. You know, a tanker is what you'll see out there that, you know, hauling, sometimes it's milk, sometimes it's water, crude yeah. oil, things like that. Um, and so that's what, you know, it's a cylinder. It's a big old tank that mm-hmm. you're moving around. And the hazmat, sometimes it's just exactly that. It's hazardous materials that you're moving around. You have to take a little bit of training just to make sure, you know, if you're hauling jet fuel or anything like that, you got to understand what you're carrying yeah, and how... Absolutely how corrosive or how dangerous that could be. Um, you know, so it is great pay, but the hours can be difficult for some people, you know, driving can be difficult for others. So it's like anything else, you know, pros and cons. Um, it's still a job that can become a career. Like I said earlier, it could lead to you owning your own tractors. You know, Mm -hmm. you can even buy, um, what they call routes. Amazon, from my understanding, would sell routes that weren't being used, for example. Now, couldn't tell you the cost of things like that, but if you own these routes, that that would allow you to put trucks on those said routes. Mm-hmm. And those routes are yours. So whatever truck is moving on there, delivering because of your route, that's your money too. So, I mean, there's a little bit of everything you can do with trucking other than just moving a box. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. So it sounds kind of like uh, this could really be a career with entre- entrepreneurship opportunities with it. So if you're smart with your money, you can potentially earn a, a very high salary doing this. And if you save some of that money, you could save up, buy your own truck, start your own company, uh, you know, buy some of these routes and get some trucks on the road and then turn yourself into a business owner very quickly. Uh, in the same industry that you're familiar with. So this sounds like a, a very interesting opportunity for, for people that want to uh, really just kind of change their life with the amount of money that you you could potentially make with this job. So uh, that's very interesting. Uh, what what are the, some of the benefits of trucking? I know a lot of comp- every company is different, uh, but I've looked into a little bit. I considered getting my CDL at one point. So, uh, you know, sometimes I've seen like college tuition reimbursement. I think there's some insurance plans out there, but uh, have you noticed that? Have you seen that with some of the companies that you've worked for? Yeah, so I have seen those types of benefits. And in fact, I believe most companies that I've seen that are fairly big, you know, recognized and things like that will offer you benefits from day one, Um, even 401ks, tuition reimbursement, things like that. And you you did mention that a little earlier. If you are smart with your money, that's very important because what you don't realize is that these truck stops where you're able to park, everything's overpriced. Right. You know, everything's, you know, a hot dog is $5 instead of a dollar, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if you're young, you have the opportunity to get into this field, you got to make your, your savings automatic. No matter what you do, save, you know, try to save 20% of whatever you make. Um, if you're over the road, you can be gone for a long time. So if you save 20% of your check, whether it's, a, you know, $400, you're getting paid or $1,500 are getting paid. Right. Let's try to save 20%. Just make it automatic because you will you will see the spending just happens. You know, the few opportunities that you get to stop, 
you're going to spend. Right. <laughs> you're going to spend. You're going to want snacks. You're going to want something different to eat aside from Subway, Wendy's, or whatever you find mm-hmm. out at a truck stop. Yeah, it sounds like that money can easily burn a hole in your pocket, when you, especially when you, you can't spend it on anything. You're not home as much, uh, potentially, if you're over the road. Uh, you're just going to try to spend that on whatever you can. So it's very important you save that. That's a great, uh, great thing to bring up. And I think what you've kind of touched on here, uh, and, and what we kind of mentioned at the beginning, was that these companies are very competitive. They're they're fighting over people with the CDL that are willing to do the work. You know, everybody, it seems like there's still kind of a shortage of drivers. So they're trying to give out benefits and make their company more attractive uh, to drivers and try to get them to come to their company. Is that kind of what you've seen? Yeah, so absolutely. And like I mentioned, even companies are offering bonuses still. I've seen 10 grand, 15 grand. I've seen up to a $20,000 sign-on bonus. How they distribute those funds, you know, everyone's different. But it's still a bonus that just to go drive for them. Um, it's still very competitive. Once again, like I said, you need for most of these companies, you're going to need at least a year. Um, so in a sense, you know, go train with someone, find a good school or a free school if that and put in your year and then go ahead and find the best opportunity for you, maybe where you want to move. Um, you know, whatever path you want to take at that point start your own business whatever the case may be but i would say still do your research just like anything else you know but there's definitely opportunities all across the united states and that's the other thing too you have a cdl and you want to move to i don't know nebraska for whatever reason you can find a job up there yeah that's i think that's one of the coolest parts of having cdls how versatile it is there's you can get a job in every single state in the country and you'll still have a job, whereas you know certain other career paths, you may be limited to working at a university or working in a specific industry where um, it may be a very narrow opportunity as far as where you can work or uh, what jobs you have available to you. So I think this is a great, a great idea for people, and I really think it's important to look at this because um, you know in high school I don't think people even consider trucking. You know, no one in high school goes, I want to be a trucker. It's just, I think we've become so focused on college in the United States, especially over the last 20 years that people don't even consider this as a career path and they just go straight to college. And that's not a bad thing, but uh, I think people don't consider this and they really should. So uh, I think those are all great ideas. I agree. I mean, like I said, different opportunities will come up uh, with the CDL. And if you decide that's the route you want to take, um, like I said, do some research on the type of school you want to go into. If you want to learn manual, that's a good opportunity because some of the smaller companies only have manual trucks. Mm-hmm. So if you want to work in a little town that you live at, uh, you know, some of those construction trucks are only manual because it's easier to shift through the gears, low gears, when you're moving through gravel and things like that. Gotcha. However, you know, I advise that. You kind of look into that opportunity because you can get college tuition, reimbursement, things like that. Um, a lot of the bigger companies, they will help you pay back your school in some cases. Um, so that's also something you got to consider. You know, so very few people even think about that. Like the company I work for, I think only 1% or less than 1% apply for the tuition reimbursement. Right. And it's a... It's free. It's not like they're asking you to pay anything. You're already working there. It's something that they're offering for free. Yeah, I think that's something they're trying to capitalize on is, you know, your average CDL driver is probably not interested in college. Um, You know, they're probably happy doing what they're doing or they just don't want to go. So 
you know, they can offer those opportunities because they know no one's going to take them and, and use them. Um, but that's out there. So I think if, you know, one thing we advocate on this show is to uh, graduate college debt free. And this is an amazing opportunity to do so. You're getting paid really good money in the process. And it may take you a little bit longer to get that degree, but you can still get your degree, get it for free and uh, make a bunch of money along the way and get some good experience. And then you can use that to, uh, you know, once you get some of that education under your belt, you can turn this into your own company. Uh, you can rent out trailers. That's something I've listened to on the side hustle, side hustle show. And there's a lot of opportunity here with trucking. So uh, just to kind of sum everything up, is there anything else you'd like to say about, about the CDL, anything that comes to mind? Well, I, I do want to add one quick thing right there is that if you do decide to go over the road as a CDL driver, great opportunity to look at the rest of the country. However, there will be a lot of downtime mm -hmm. if you are just what we call bumping docks, meaning you're being unloaded by a lumper. And so you have to wait. You can't touch your own freight. There is a lot of downtime. And like you were talking about, you know, this is a good opportunity where you're going to probably sit there for hours. You know, right. it, it may be two hours. It may be eight hours. I've encountered it all. So that would be a good opportunity if you do decide to do a couple of college courses, you know, this is a good time to do that. Um, I would suggest taking some audiobooks or even some people have, you know, mobile devices that they play games on, if that's what you're into. But I do suggest you take something because yes, you need to get your rest, but if all you do is drive and spend money, that was my crazy. <laughs> that was my learning experience the first year driving over the road. I didn't take anything, I didn't listen to podcasts or anything like that. And I was just spending money on Amazon. So my check would come in and on Amazon, it'd go right back out. I gotcha. Yeah, that's a great idea. You know, if you have all this downtime, uh, you don't have something going on, you're stuck in the truck, maybe get yourself a tablet, a nice laptop, and then you take advantage of that tuition and reimbursement. Uh, you know, you can do a lot of classes online. There's fully online degrees. Uh, get that online degree. You can take the coursework while you're sitting to wait being unloaded. You're making money on the clock. Um, so that sounds like a great opportunity to uh, to kind of knock out that education while getting paid a bunch of money in the process. So uh, I think that's a fantastic idea. So uh, Eddie, I really appreciate you joining us, man. And uh, I think you're working on a podcast yourself. Is there? Uh, can you tell us a bit more about what you got going on, where we can find you? Yeah, absolutely, man. So I am working on this podcast, and it's a little bit of changing mindsets. Of you know, it's not no longer about just college and things like that, but. You know, if you're if y'all are interested and want to check it out, it's the podcast is called El Podcast Fundamental, which is more of a Spanglish approach. Uh, as in case y'all don't know, I am a first generation Hispanic. You know, born here in the states, but first one to try to attempt to get an education, formal education. Uh, as we know, that didn't work out, but I'm still doing my own thing here. So. You know, if y'all want to reach out to me, I have, you can find me at El Podcast Group at Gmail. And then you can also find my YouTube channel, El Podcast Fundamental. Um, check it out. I will be posting some stuff there and I will be creating this podcast as well. So once again, it's just, you know, with your help and things like that, helps of others, you know, got to change the mindset and bring opportunities for those that feel we don't have them. That's a great idea, man. I'm, I'm excited to, to check out your content. So everybody go check out El Podcast uh, Fundamental and 
uh, see what Eddie's got going on because, you know, like he said, he wants to change mindsets. That's what uh, the Gen Z Economist show is all about is changing those mindsets and getting education to the people. So thank you, everybody, for listening to today's podcast. I hope you found it useful. If you did, please leave a like and subscribe for more, and I'll see you on the next one.